second Aftermath Monday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. It's brought to you by Maverick Sports, and I'm happy to say that um, as many Mondays as she's willing to do this, mm. Bree is back in for another podcast. You must have smashed it that last one. I can't wait. Mondays are now my day. You're stuck with me. Well, again, um, it's we're a family here mm-hmm. at Mile High Sports. Um, with you know, every family's got some question crazy characters. uncle in jail, you know, the cousin, like, all that kind of stuff. So, um, we've ri- you, you, the cream has risen to the top. <laughs> I am the black sheep of my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're the opposite. You're, um, you're everyone's the- favorite auntie. Yeah. Perfect. Big sis. Little, well, you'd be my little sis. Be your little but, sis. But, you know, all the youngsters, the Anillos of the world and the, the Zacks. Yeah. You're like the cool big sister who's like buying Boone's Farms <laughs> and like Sainite <laughs> Special Brew. Apple pear wine <laughs> from Boone's Farms. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, Brie Maestas. Yes. I, I, I want to make sure I'm saying it right. Absolutely. Because I see people, I hear people say it and they say it as though they're not sure yet. But the way <laughs> I say it now from this point on. I'm not going to sound like that anymore. Okay, no, I promise. Th- technically, it's my Estes. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone in my family says it differently. You can say Mestis. I go with Mestis. I feel like that's the most apro- appropriate sounding way. And also, I had to look it up the other day. It actually means majesty. What? I'm royalty. Oh, <sighs> I know. Wow. I'm, like, you can't stand me. I used to be too until uh, they turned on me. <laughs> Maximus. <laughs> Dismiss Israelius, father to a murdered son and husband to a murdered wife. And I will have my vengeance in this lifetime or the next, Highness. That's from Gladiator. Is it's, it? It's, you can't use that always. you got to find the right time to that use it. I felt like it was the right so. time to use it. Yeah. Okay. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast, though. It's brought to you by Maverick Sports. You're thinking, Maverick Sports? They're that new up-and-coming brand in the game. Yeah, I've heard of, Yeah, you're right. And now we've partnered up with them. Football season is finally here, and lines for every game are out. Go to Maverick Sports, okay? Go to their app. It's great uh, where they'll have the best lines. If you're a line shopper, a lot of guys are. You know, um, that's like you're spending your money. Why wouldn't you? It's like if you go shop at uh, – here's an analogy. You're having your kitchen redone. Mm-hmm. You Are you going to have one guy come out? Is going to give you a quote, and you're going to be like, yeah, okay. Or you can have like three people come out, two, four people come out and put bids in. We're talking about the difference in lots of money potentially. If you're smart. Yeah, if you're smart. So go to go to Maverick Sports, download their app, okay? And uh, for one, you're going to see that they have the best lines, better lines than the comp, okay? Plus, they'll match your initial deposit up to $300. Download today and bet like a Maverick, okay? So we have, uh, we're going to do a mini version of the Broncos Blitz podcast today. Okay, but I have just enough stuff to fill into maybe the best 20 to 25 minutes in podcast history. (laughs) Well, again, podcast, you know, we're not going back to the 50s. No. You know, we're not talking about, God, man, that legendary podcast from the 80s. There wasn't such a thing. There was no podcast in the 80s. So podcast is, yeah, I want want my MTV. Um, But in podcast history, I think like there's still a lot of um, stories to be told. We might, if if we, if we get in and start calling ourselves legends in the podcasting game early on, who's to say otherwise? Who's going to challenge us? Well, legend might be strong. Folk hero. Okay. Maybe a couple folk heroes, but okay. So here's what I got. Uh, yeah, ESPN um, 
Or as Rachel Nichols would say, Rachel Nichols, ESPN. <laughs> ESPN. She did like a certain way. I'm like, why? Is she doing that on purpose? Or, uh, But uh, she's... Is what's Rachel Nichols doing right now? She's kind of unemployed right now? I think so. Her is inflection, she a- though, that's interesting. She could be doing a podcast. I wonder. Okay. Got the um, voice for it. We yeah. should have her on. <laughs> hey, uh, she's like, actually, I'd love to co-host with you guys. We need a Tuesday, actually, Rachel Nichols. <laughs> She'll be like, Rachel Nichols, my life's for I don't know how she would say it, actually. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so... ESPN just responded to the NFL Network's top 100 by putting out their top 100. The difference is uh, NFL's, the NFL.com's is a player's um, ranking player's top 100. Mm -hmm. Correct, right? Which, again, I'm not sure quite how that works if it's necessarily like, um, okay, I I couldn't be like that. Like, okay, here's a... uh, uh, two paces of paper, put your top 100 player. No one would do that. Players wouldn't do that. But players would put, like, their top 10 players. It's like voting for prom king. It kind of is like that. But I think, yeah, it'd be like putting your top 10, maybe 15. They probably hit guys in their locker. Hey, it's this, uh, you know, put in the envelope. It's from NFL Network. Who are your top 10 players? And, like, they can't, you know, no no player. It would take a week. It'd be a week-long school project to put, like, a, your top 100 players out there. So, you know, t- take that for what it's worth, I guess. Because... According to the NFL Network and according to Russell Wilson's peers, I guess, they have him as the 60th. Was it 60 or 60? 61. It was either 60, 61, or 62. I feel like Elway when they asked him how old he was. And I was, he's like, uh, 52 or 51. Well, now he's like 60, but <laughs> we have that drop. We always play all the time. But, um, okay. So if Russell Wilson's peers think he's the 60th best player in the NFL – well, that's that same kind of disrespect that he gets, like, kind of nationally for a lot of reasons. He's corny. He played, again, for the Seahawks. That's not like a legacy brand. They haven't been winning championships since back in the day. They're kind of like, a, you know, historically kind of a loser brand. Kind of like the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. Um, absolutely. We're talking about the, like the most over... Don't, uh, we're I'm, getting off I track. Know. I know. But. No, no. I wanted to do this real quick. When we're talking about like, the most overrated brands in like sports history. It starts with the Cowboys. And then you go straight into the Knicks. And it's just like... Then uh, you have to think about it a little bit. But it's like they're just uh, beyond and a whole other like, level of their fandom. Like change your logo they, for they, <laughs> Do something. Change something. Um, but... That's the same kind of disrespect. Whether people think that Russell won his Super Bowl, went to those Super Bowls a little bit too early in his career, and he was more game manager like when uh, Ben Roethlisberger went and like won that first one, and he was just kind of long for the He Russell Wilson has kind of fallen through these cracks here and gets this disrespect or disrespect as right. they say in the streets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we want to remind everybody we're from the streets. Um, and yeah, yeah so the, if his peers have him ranked 60th, what would you say, and I'm not trying to, again, Alex was off, so I'm not trying to set you up for failure here, but ESPN's <laughs> ranking is based off 50 experts of theirs. Like writers, probably um, all 30, like the beat reporters and then like the, uh, um, you know, the rest of the, you know, the, the TV crew, people who do the rest, like the, you know, and their analysts. Where would you think that, maybe you saw it, um, ESPN, based off of NFL experts, have Russell ranked. Well, if you're telling me that that he's that far down on the list, it's almost hard to comprehend. But I don't know if that's 
a bias that's floating through my head because, okay, if you look at the NFL Network's top 100, you got Tom Brady as number one, right? So I'm like leaning towards their list. And then you look at ESPN's and you got Patrick Mahomes at the top. So like I have Mm -hmm. strong feelings already about like, is this lining up for this year? Because they're predicting who's going to be the top. You're putting Russell Wilson in the Mm. second half. Before I ask you to tell me where you think he ranks according to, you know, other media members, um, I want to tell you the criteria. Okay. Okay. So for one, Russell is, uh, I just reloaded ESPN.com. He's not anymore. Things changed. But for all, all morning, he was um, him um, at his intro presser holding up his orange jersey with orange tie, big smile. That was the, you know, the lead here, um, mm-hmm. cover photo. And it was the lead story. Um They've since changed that. Yeah, but uh, here, here we go. This list here, okay, it's their uh, ranking, NFL rank 2022, predicting the top 100 players with stats, notes, and quotes for the league's best. Okay, here's the criteria. Uh, To create the list, uh, they asked an ESPN panel of more than 50 NFL experts to rate players based on how good they will be in the 2022 season compared to their peers. Emphasis was placed solely on expectations for the upcoming season and predicting potential greatness rather than not past performance, Mm -hmm. career resume, or positional value. That means, you know, injuries and suspensions played a part. Um, For those ratings, they were able to rank um, the best of the best from 1 to 100. Where would you think that uh, Russell Wilson would rank on that list? I mean, you could say anywhere. He's got to be on the bubble of top 20. Like, okay. if he's not in the top 20, then he's got to be in the top 25. Okay. Um, you ready for me to tell you? I I think I am. Okay. He ranks. I'm going to be shocked. No. He ranks, uh, maybe, 13th. Oh. He ranks Th- 13th. That's though. higher than I actually anticipated. Okay. Well, let me tell you, there's uh, last year, and we'll get back into this, last year he ranked fourth. Fourth overall? Fourth overall. Okay. I mean, that that's wild to me. So... To, for a little more uh, context, I'm going to go backwards now, for, um, up back to, to number one. 12 is Micah Parsons. 11 is Justin Herbert. 10 is Devontae Adams. 9 is Miles Garrett. 8 is Jalen Ramsey. 7 is Justin Jefferson. 6 is TJ Watt. 5 is Josh Allen. Cooper Cup, 4. Aaron Rodgers, 3. Aaron Donald, 2. And number one is Patrick Mahomes. Where the hell is Tom, Tom Brady? Brady? I was thinking the same thing. Actually, let me take a peek here. Let's see here. Uh, I'm living. I'm distracted. I'm not going to be able to keep on top. No, calm down. Everybody just calm down. Nobody freak out. It's on fire right now. Um, he is not 20. Tom Brady, 20. Last year's rank, 20 as well. So the truth is, hmm. this is all a projection. And of these 50 people, I saw um, Max Kellerman like uh, three years ago. Um. On when he was doing uh, with Stephen A. The um, Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, what's the show that Stephen A. Does? Okay, you know the show with Stephen A. Okay, yeah, anyway, that one, his show. He was saying uh, Max Kellerman, who I really like. I actually respect him. I like, I like him. He's pretty good. He was saying Tom Brady's about to fall off the cliff. Um, he's got nothing left to give. All that kind of stuff. He's washed, and he, of course, he goes on to win another Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. So again, of these fifty people, I'm sure there's ten of them. 
15, who knows, who might believe the decline is going to be on this year. So again, these are based off of total straight up projections for this year, not based off of the, you know, him being a ledge, a legend. Did, and they, all that did they give a reasoning why they put Russell yeah, Wilson at they 13? Do. I, thank you for asking. You're good. That's what a great co-host does. I mean. You're setting me up for success. I appreciate that. Okay. So he was ranked fourth last year. We can talk about that. 13th this year. This is from Legwall. There's three little things here. There's a little blurb. There's a signature stat, which I love here, which I'm, you know, makes this whole thing very powerful. And I hope people are like, you know, you have made it to this point in the podcast. I don't think if you listen to a podcast, you just listen to the first 10 minutes unless you're like, you know, again, we come in swinging, big intro, all that. But also, I hope you're listening to this point because, you know, give me a couple more minutes because this stat that they give, a signature stat, I love it. And then they say, uh, there's a quote, okay? So, Legwald says, both Wilson and the Broncos see the offseason blockbuster move as a setup for a long-term affair, and Wilson's arrival puts uh, the Broncos back into playoff conversation. Denver has built a playbook that should fit Wilson, and he has playmakers at wide receiver and running back, so expectations are plenty high for his first year in Denver. Okay, Jeff Legwald, juicy Jeff. Kind of yeah, did generic. He, kind did of he generic. So fall from four? Again, there's no reason for the fall. Other than it's a new team. I That's guess. it. But also, you know, we'll come up with our own, you know, reasoning for that. Right. Okay. So let's talk about that then. Good call. So just as early as last year, these, you know, 50 NFL experts thought Russell Wilson was the fourth most valuable guy in the entire league. Okay. Things change quickly in this league. You get hurt. All of a sudden, it seems like you're, you're forgotten about. It's like... <laughs> you know, one bad season well, and everyone... Get, for sure, it is. It's like that. And this, you know, it, it is like a do it right now. What have you done for me lately? I got to drop you off my fantasy roster and pick someone off off the waiver wire. That's just what this league is about. Like the next story, the next guy, the next thing, next man up. That's an NFL phrase, next man up, okay? So... The fall from grace there is, you know, probably a little bit of the expectation. Some people of those 50 voters thinking he's not going to, it's going to take a while for them to find their groove in Denver. Denver's roster is not as talented as um, maybe it's we might think here, know, as some Green people think. Bay. That's that's the reason for that kind of, but I will say this before we get into this really cool signature stat stuff that they have. My list has Russell, so Micah Parsons is 12. Russell would have jumped Micah Parsons mainly because of the value of the position. I mean, Mark, Micah Parsons is potentially a generational type of player, a freak. And don't forget, we passed on Micah Parsons for Patrick Sertan. So why is Sertan may- not up there? Uh, because I, Micah Positional. Parsons... Well, because he's still coming up and breaking out, less proven than... Micah Parsons was the defensive player, rookie of the year last year, and I think he got votes for defensive player of the year. Yeah. So just a little bit more accomplished is Micah Parsons. But if um, Patrick Sertan does what we think he's going to do this year, he'll be like top 25 or top 30 on this list. And I think like the value of the position. Listen, of the corner. I, still, I still think 13 is pretty high. Oh, I think it is too. I think it's very high, okay? Um, Herbert 11... You know, I, I would say Herbert's ascending right now. I couldn't live with that. Devontae Adams, a receiver at 10. I'd have Russell Wilson in front of Devontae Adams, okay? Uh, Miles right. Miles Garrett at 9. Miles Garrett's like maybe one of the four, three, five best defensive players on planet Earth, you know, in the whole solar system, right. okay? Two, uh, you know, as well. So uh, I get that, but I still think I'd put a quarterback higher. Um, Jalen Ramsey, another corner at 8. I mean, Jalen Ramsey's he's already played himself into – 
one of the greatest corners of all time conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's mm-hmm. he's very, very special. Justin Jefferson, a receiver at seven. Eh, okay, TJ Watt at six, maybe. Maybe we can start talking about guys like TJ Watt. Uh, Josh Allen at five. I'd probably have Josh Allen like at two. You know, maybe even one. Cooper Cup at four. Rodgers three, uh, like we said, uh, Aaron Donald two, and Patrick Mahomes one. I would have Russell Wilson as probably like six on this list. I think the only reason Justin Jefferson is seven is because he finally put his glasses back on. So. <laughs> Justin Jefferson, man, God, again, it's he's well, like not the one that got away, but one of the ones that got away. Again, we chose Jerry Judy and let Justin Jefferson. I love Justin Jefferson, too. <laughs> like, I have all this, like, anytime we, we say something great, we save it forever. And it's like, I, you know, um, we predicted Javante Williams getting drafted and stardom for him. This is before he was ever on the roster. We did it with Alvin Kamara, a bunch of guys. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not Cecil Lammy. I'm not, you know, I'm not that kind of guy. But um, I love Justin Jefferson. The knock on him was, oh, man, that team was so talented, though. Well, yeah, they were fucking talented because he was a great player. <laughs> kind of raising those people around uh, you. Joe Burrow, I mean, you know, and again, uh, they, they had a lot of players on the team. But, like, the knock on him was what? That he was too good in college? That's the knock on the guy. So Interesting. Yeah. Where so, was Aaron Rodgers? Uh, didn't even touch on, on oh, three, three. Wait, oh, let me God. double check that. Three. Okay. I think so. Yeah. These, these rankings are silly. I know. But, okay, so... Um, that's it. So I just think it's interesting that, again, according to his peers, he's 60. I mean, like, way down the list. And I of the top 60, I'd have to. Th- I, I'd like to see the quarterbacks who are in front of Russ. Because I'm wondering if, like, where's Derek Carr? If guys like that are in front of on NFL's network's top 100, if guys like that, like Kirk Cousins, and like, I'm are- glad you share those same kind of distaste and, oh. like, overreaction to Derek Carr that I have. Oh, my God. I, uh, it's like, the guy's 10 years in. People are thinking, like, he's going to take this next. He is, okay, so <laughs> what we on the show, um, Andre Iguodala was traded to Denver. He did not want to freaking be here. He was here for one season. They won 57 games. He goes away, jo- uh, George Carl's fired, and they blow the whole thing up. But he worked his ass off when he was here. It was media day. He just gets traded here, okay? I'm working for the newspaper at the time. And, hey, Zach, um, there's your little brother. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey little bro. Did I just miss him? I didn't wait. Oh, no, he's right there. No, oh. he's. Um, so, what was he saying? Besides Zach, my little brother. Derek Carr. Yes, Derek Carr. But what else was I saying? That's not he's good. Not a, he's not a generational player. Ten, oh, ten years in yes, the league. Yes. Is he going to take a uh, crazy you're step You're helping me. You Consistency? Um, Listen, he's got a lot of yards, but what are you doing with those yards? Nothing. Okay. It's wild. So, Devontae Adams that. is ranked that high because Derek Carr's his quarterback? <laughs> I mean, I know Devontae Adams is a generational wide receiver, but a lot of his bond with Aaron Rodgers, and this is where I get a little bit like cynical, is that you're expecting these players to somehow take this miraculous jump when they've been uprooted from where they're supposed to be. And Derek Carr's been in the same place for how long? And he's not he's not blowing my mind. And maybe like I'm not even gonna say it's biased because I just I don't think he's everyone in Raiders Nation loves him. I think a lot of but I think they've been stuck with him. Yeah, but Raiders Nation he reminds like them of uh Jim Plunkett and Ken Ken Stabler, who were like throw away, never, you know, there's 
played, never got to shine as much as other quarterbacks, but they were gritty gutties. And what did those other two guys do? Win Super Bowls. But Derek Carr's not even, as, you know, for, for the teams aren't like that. Derek Carr's not like that. It. So I'm, I'm going to tie it back in. I remember what I was saying. Andre Iguodala. Because if I didn't tie that up, people would be like, what the? I... Why is he talking about the Nuggets for? <laughs> so uh, Andre Iguodala, we went, me and like, no one even wanted to talk to him. But I needed a quote, and Cello and I were doing the radio show together at the time, so we go out to him, and he's kind of standing there. He had to put some minutes in, and he was out of there. And we go out to him, and I was like, hey, you know, Andre, you know, welcome to the Nuggets, welcome to the team. I said, well, what do you think about, um, you know, some of the other players on the roster? What do you think about? And that's kind of a little bit of an open-ended kind of, you know, that might <laughs> – if you're just regular dude, just answer the question. You know what I mean? And I kind of said – you know, he kind of gave me like a little shoulder shrug, and I go, what do you think about Gallo? And he goes – He's a good European player. And we were like, oh, oh. So for one, we've saved that forever, and I've used that a million times on the show. Whenever, like, something is just okay, you know, whenever something's just it's good, it's not great, it's just okay, we'll refer to, you know, them or that as, eh, it's a good European player. So I would say that Derek Carr is a, eh, he's a good European quarterback. <laughs> that right? He's a starting quarterback in the NFL. Eh, again, for the he's Raiders. somewhere in between, in between, like, Dak and Kirk Cousins. And that's okay. not saying a whole lot. No, it's not. I mean, There's like eight quarterbacks that will w- matter. Fair. There's like, and that includes Burrow and Herbert. After that, you get like, the, then you talk about Dak. Then you're like up to your, your you know, I'm putting Matt Stafford in the in crew. And There's a bubble. There is. And other than that, but that's like, that's the journey. That's the chase. You're trying to find, you know, that's what they hope. Yeah, I don't Justin think Derek Fields Carr is, is ever going to be. be that guy. He's not. He's been in the league for 10 years. He's not. He is who we thought he was. He barely breathed on the playoffs last year. Uh, like, again, I'm not, again, he's, you know, I'm not, he's a nice player. You can't win a Super Bowl with Derek you going to say he was a nice guy, and I was like, well, Danny. Well, he's a sweet guy. No, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's it. But I'm glad we're on the same wavelength. We are. Um, that's why we work well together. Yes, correct. Uh, I'm going to shout out here. Our partners in this podcast, Total Beverage. Okay, Total Beverage is like, I mean, they're an institution here in town. You know their locations in Westie. You know the Thornton locations. But did you know uh, that they deliver? Well, take that for data, right? Uh, did you know they have curbside pickup? Make it real easy for you. Just come here. Can you bring it out already? Uh, just You pop the back for them. Just and they just pl- load it up? Uh, yeah, yes, they'll do that. Just push the button, and it automatically closes. <laughs> don't even touch anything else. Don't touch none of my shit, okay? <laughs> just put the liquor in, and don't make don't let it spill or nothing like that. You can be like that. But I would, you know, I'll tell you this. That's probably like a 3 or $4, 2 or 3 or $4 tip situation. That's kind of like, uh, you got a few bucks in the car. You got a tip for that. You don't have to, but would you tip for that? I Maybe. I think I'm just kind of anxious in that atmosphere, but no, probably no, What's probably, the right answer? I, I would. the truth. I'm going to tell you I would. I might not have, but thought about after. Damn, I should have gave him a few like bucks Like as you drove off. Like that. Yeah. I don't like to have anxiousness, so I would have done it just to avoid that. So what do you do when like you're driving down the street and there's a homeless person right here? And it's like, you may have your window. It's an unavoidable <laughs> that they're going to. you just almost unavoidable eye contact. So this happened the other day and my music was really, really loud. And so you could hear me coming. And so I kind of just rolled my window up and I was like, ah, like I buy water and I give it away and everything. Money is a hard issue where you're just like, Money I'm going to make hard. eye contact with you and I'm sorry. We can't give every guy in every corner of freaking town here. Oh, I just gave the last guy. Um, 
Yeah. Dollar like, seventy and change. You I know what will, I mean? Ugh. But this time I was like, I know this light's gonna turn. And it just it filled me with so much anxiousness that like yeah. that is why I can't survive. I'll do a I I feel like I have a certain amount to just get you off my back. Like if you say like the guy who's like standing outside the seven eleven or something like that's like Hey, you got any money? You got any change? I need a couple dollars for the bus. I'll be like, eh, I'll get my change when I come back out. So for a woman, it's different for me. I got to run to my car and I'm like, please don't talk to me. Please don't touch me. Please yeah. don't approach me because I'm, I'm worried me. for my safety. Not because it's a homeless person, but because that person could be feigning that. So hard life lesson there is like, I'm not going to stop for you. Even if you look like uh, a good call. Joe Blow, if you look like Danny Williams walking up to me, yeah. I'm probably going to run away. I don't take that personal. I get it. You know, I got like uh uh, Nike short Bronco kind of, I wouldn't call it hobo looked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I call it hobo chic. Yeah, no, Bronco no, no, hobo 100%, chic. Yeah. Um. Okay, so you have to go do your show. I do. Um, Unfortunately, I have to leave you and go do something else. You're good about it. Uh, I mean, you're good with it. I'm good with it. Um, happy to have you on the podcast, and hope to have you a bunch of Mondays. Let's um, do every single Monday. Okay, you are busy. You got a lot of things going on, so I appreciate it big time. And uh, tell Nate you need like lots of things and like uh, all kinds of stuff. I was going to ask for sorted M and M's next time. <laughs> I don't. If I see a damn freaking green M and M in there. Uh. <laughs> uh, okay, so to close. Yes. This has been the Broncos Blitz podcast uh, presented by Maverick Sports. Uh, Danny and Bree on Mondays, you got us now. It's happening. Bree Maestas. I want to say it the right way that she likes me to say. I'll say it anyway. But a football season is finally here, and the lines for every game, they're out right now. And they'll change. They'll shift. They'll move. You might see find a little value right now that is going to change by a couple big bets. And by the time the game's open and you're trying to put it together at you know 10.30 Sunday morning, that's not always the best way to do it. But what I love right now is they're going to match right now your first deposit up to $300. You just have to go download the Maverick Sports app, deposit, uh, download today, deposit, and bet like a Maverick. I'm going to download it right now. You convinced me. Okay. Um, what I'd like you to do is deposit like, again, you have up to $300. Not everyone's got like the $300 to deposit. But say you got like a $20. i am depositing $20. The $20 is $40. i am going to turn that $20 free bet into a hundred and I'm just going to like roll off my $20 the entire season. I'm not patient like that. I'm like this. What am I doing? I'm all going all in. in right away. Okay. But a on lot, Broncos 10 plus wins. Well, yeah, for sure on that. But, um, for most normal people, they kind of pace themselves or like Anila would say, trying to build a bankroll or something like that. I'm saying, but you know, but oh, those yeah, boys. that's right. Um, math sports though. We love those guys. Go check them out. The Broncos Blitz Podcast. Go find it anywhere you find podcasts on planet Earth. I mean, if you're listening to a podcast here right now, so you found it somewhere. But there's a lot of ways to get involved with it. My Life Sports app is as well. Nice app. Um, Could you imagine if you just accidentally stumbled upon us? Oh, wow. That'd be kind of cool. Like, what did, was I Well, if you search doing? Broncos Podcast, like, I'm going to Google. Yeah. I'm typing in Broncos Podcast. Broncos Podcast. We're like the 10th podcast that comes up in mm -hmm. the world. Mm -hmm. Okay, father to a motor son. Oh, I did that one already. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so that's it. There's a lot of them. I mean, like, we're like between the Dave Logan podcast and like the DMAC podcast from the show. So um, I don't want to, you know, I don't know how to say this, but we're pretty huge. Um, do, you even pretty know who, do you even know who my father is? No, he's, you know, he just, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Brie, go do your show. 
Okay. We are wrapping this thing up. We appreciate you guys. What's your Twitter and all that kind of jazz? You can find me on Twitter at BreeMastis303. Okay. Uh, that's probably the best way to contact me. Actually, don't contact me. If don't DM you, me. Don't leave it open-ended for Follow creeps. Follow me <laughs> wow. if you so feel obliged. They're like, you said it, though. You uh, said it. Giggity. All right. <laughs> all right. You can actually find me anywhere on my high sports. Chances are, if you turn on your radio or your favorite social media, you'll find me running uh, my mouth. Yes, so. this is true. Yeah. Okay. Good times. Uh, thanks. Thank you. Great work. Uh, we'll see you next Monday. We'll see you around, but we'll see you next Monday for the Broncos Book Podcast. I'm, um, <laughs> I'm Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys. I'm at Tweets Danny on Twitter, all that good stuff. Uh, radio show, 10 a.m. to noon, Monday through Friday at Mile High Sports. Uh, watch us at milehighsports.com. We've got a lot of people who do that. Um, 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3, if you're about town. That HD3 is like, you can get us like anywhere, anywhere, but if you're like, people listen like in other states I should plug my show too find me on the fan cave 1 to 2 p.m. every day every day what a stud fantastic good work alright go do your show bye Uh, we appreciate you guys and we love you guys good night Sheila good night